Hello, my name is Jayema, and you're listening to Unpurified, the Ramblings of a Black Queer Christian. Uh, For today's episode, um, the topic is God's image includes uh, disabilities. And um, I wanted to talk about this because, like, I, I don't really see a whole lot of people talk about people with disabilities in the church and I don't know kind of when they do it seems like I guess rushed or like I don't know I feel like people don't really go into depth about it so I wanted to talk about it and you know just to be I guess uh upfront. Uh, I don't have a physical disability. Um, I am neurodivergent. Uh, I deal with like, you know, depression, anxiety, PTSD, ADHD. So those kind of areas. So I don't know for it. That's my experience. I don't like I don't, I don't have like legal disability aid or anything, but you know, this is just, I don't know. I guess I'm saying that I'm speaking as this person. I don't want to say that I'm like speaking for everybody in their experience in the church. So yeah, um, (laughs) let's get into it. Okay. So I wanted to start off by, um, saying like my experience uh of what I've seen uh that people talk about you know disability in the church and personally for me uh I kind of see like people in the church speak about disabilities in kind of like a a negative way um I usually see people like talk about disabilities like sort of like only from a viewpoint of like this is something to be healed from like uh you know like people don't really accept that God with like would intentionally create disabled people and I don't know I felt like that viewpoint is really toxic and garbage and like I don't know it just seems very ableist and like I don't know I feel like at least for some people I've seen that it's like you know people would kind of come up to them and like just like assume that they don't have you know the faith to get over it it's like you know at least when I would talk to people when I say that you know I'm struggling with my mental health at least for me people would kind of like be like oh well are you praying enough? Are you, you know what I'm saying? Are you, are you doing this thing? Are you fasting? Are you like, clearly you're not close enough with God. So that is why you are thereby experiencing this X, Y, and Z effect. And it's like, no, (laughs) you know, like I'm, I'm very close with the Lord. You know, uh, we're cool. We talk daily you know, and it's like a lot of times people don't see that 
God makes a multitude of people with different experiences and like different situations and things going on. So I just wanted to make a full and thorough list, as y'all know that I can do, of all the scriptures that I found that I think help to accurately portray that God's image includes people with disabilities. Quite yes, he intentionally creates people who have disabilities. So, let's get into that. Okay, so for this first example, I kind of have two scriptures uh, that kind of help to, what am I saying, uh, help my point. <laughs> So the first one is Exodus four eleven, and that says, The Lord said to him, Who gave human beings their mouths? Who makes them deaf or mute? Who, make, who gives them sight or makes them blind? Is it not I, the Lord? This next one is 1 Timothy 4, 4. And that says, For God, for everything God created is good, and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving. So for me, those two passages help to show that it is God, not Satan, who creates people with disabilities and that everything that God creates is good and bears his holy thumbprint. This shows that God intentionally creates people with disabilities and that they are not a mistake or incomplete. They are beautiful and wonderful human beings who are supposed to be loved and treated with respect. Okay, so this next uh, passage is Exodus four ten through 17. And this one says, uh, Moses said to the Lord, pardon your servant, Lord. I have never been eloquent, neither in the past nor since you have spoken to your servant. I am slow of speech and tongue. The Lord said to him, who gave human beings their mouths? Who makes them deaf or mute? Who gives them sight or makes them blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go, I will help you speak and teach you what to say. But Moses says, Pardon your servant, Lord. Please send someone else. Then the Lord's anger burned against Moses. And he said, What about your, your brother, Aaron, the Levite? I know he can speak well. He is already on his way to meet you, and he will be glad to see you. You shall speak to him and put words in his mouth. I will be a help to both of you so that you will speak and you will teach uh, what I tell you to do. He will speak uh, to the people for you, and it will be as if he were your mouth and as if I, as, <laughs> as if you were God to him. But take this staff in your hand so that you can perform the signs with it. And so I know like upon first reading of the passage, uh, a lot of people will focus on uh, the anger that God had toward Moses when he, you know, began to doubt and say, you know, he he's not very eloquent. He doesn't feel confident in his speech. But what I see when I read this is that Moses had an insecurity surrounding his speech. And that may either, you know, that may be due to a physical or, you know, like he may have like, you know, like a lisp or maybe something mental going on with him. Like, you know, uh social anxiety or just, you know, a fear of speaking 
publicly in front of other people. And it's like, even though God was upset with him for doubting himself, he still allowed him to bring his brother with him. And it was like, you know, if God truly wanted him to do this thing, you know, on his own, he would have said that because God has no problem. (laughs) Zero problem. (laughs) Talking to us and saying, you know, when we have to, to step up and do something, but he saw the situation and was like, okay, well, let me make this, let me make this scenario more accessible for him so that he is able to do this thing. You know what I mean? Like, instead of just like, oh no, you have to just, you know, face your fear or whatever, but he made the situation more accessible for him to complete. And I think that's pretty cool. (laughs) So another example that I saw was in John chapter nine, verses one through three. And that says, as he went along, he saw a man who was blind from birth. His disciples asked, asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he would be born blind? Neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus, but this happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him. And personally, y'all, I ooh, I love these verses. Uh, when I was uh, writing the blog post for this, um, for this topic, this was like the first uh, verse that came to my mind when, um, you know, I was like, okay, like thinking of the verses that affirm uh, people who are disabled. And so I was like, okay, yeah, like a lot of people assume that the reason people have disabilities and are dealing with certain things is because of sin. And it's like, no girl, (laughs) they're here to show y'all that the works of God can be shown through them, that they can still do what y'all think. Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, you can, you can still be a servant of God, even if you have a disability even if you're blind, even if you're deaf, even if you don't have all of your limbs, it's like you can still, God can still move through you. He can still work in you and you can still have a fulfilling and captivating and loving and whole and fulfilling, like just a beautiful life. And it's like, there's nothing that's too hard for God. Like people may say certain things about you know, about you or anything that you go through. But it's like, girl, uh, you were created that way for a reason. You know what I mean? And a lot of times it's like, you know, people have these things because it's attached to their ministry. And it's like, this is to show y'all that it's like, girl, I can still do the daggone thing. And that's on period. Y'all not going to stop. Y'all not going to stop me. Y'all not going to stop God. So, I have a job to do. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you could still do what needs to be done as you, you know? And okay, let me, the next, uh, uh, verse that I saw is in second Corinthians, uh, 12, seven through 10. And this is, um, 
but to keep me from being puffed up with pride because of the many wonderful things I saw, I was given a painful physical ailment, which acts as Satan, Satan's messenger to beat me and keep me from being proud. Three times I prayed to the Lord about this and asked him to take it away. But his answer was, my grace is all you need, for my power is greatest when you are weak. I am most happy then to be proud of my weaknesses in order to feel the protection of Christ's power over me. I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and difficulties for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And so these verses help to show that Paul, who is one of the most famous apostles and writer, writer, see girl, I can't even talk, writer of just about half the New Testament, was someone who dealt with chronic pain. Paul believed that if God took this thing away from him, then he could be a better Christian. Then he could be all that God called him to be. But God was telling him that he already was all that he called him to be. He could already do the work that God called him to do because God was with him. And God could perform more through him because he was dealing with this issue. His pain had allowed him to seek out God more and to rely on his strength to get him through the day. And my friends, that is a perfect place to be with God in your walk with him. When you are fully reliant on God, he will show up and show out for you in ways that you can never imagine. <laughs> and so, the next one. Uh, this is 1 Timothy 4, 8. And this verse says, uh, physical training is good. But training for godliness is much better, promising benefits in this life and in the life to come. And for, you know, this verse, I feel like this verse is really for, you know, the people who are unable to get exercise due to their condition. Uh, people who feel as though, you know, you can't really move your bodies as much or in a way that you know, you would like due to either pain or just, just an ability to, you know, do exercise in the way that you would want to. And I feel like this is saying that, you know what I'm saying? Physical training is, it's good. You know, it's good. It's great. But spiritual exercises are way more important than, than the things that you could do for your body. And it's like, you know, I know a lot of people are probably saying things, probably talking in your ear and, and saying, you know, certain things about what you can and cannot do. But we all can can work on ourselves spiritually. And that's the thing that, that should come first. That's the, really the only thing that matters. Because you if you don't have yourself set up spiritually... Then baby, the natural gonna gonna have your life looking a mess. So if you if you are unable to to do physical exercises, just know that spiritual ones are the ones that matter the most, and are the ones that you need to do, because those will reap benefits for you. They'll reap benefits for the people attached to you, and you'll be able to you know what I'm saying, be a light and. And not only have a good life for you, but to, to be able to, to pour out into others so that you can bless other people too. And for this next one, and the last one, 
this is 1 Timothy 5.23. And this says, Don't drink only water. You ought to drink a little wine for the sake of your stomach because you are sick so often. And personally, I feel as though this verse shows the importance of taking medicine. <laughs> uh, for, you know, quite some time in my walk, I... I would I would I would be hesitant sometimes uh to take medicine because you know I felt like like I felt like God was like supposed to be the one to like you know supernaturally heal me in a miraculous and instantaneous way and you know I'll be like okay well if I'm taking this medicine well how am I how am I proving that I believe God? And it's like, you know, God have to tell me and be like, you know, I I put medicine on this earth. I sent nurses. I sent doctors. I sent surgeons. I, I wanted y'all to have hospitals. I wanted y'all to have, you know, things that that help you. I mean, like, I sent those things for y'all. <laughs> you know what I mean? And if... You know, he wouldn't have sent it if he ain't want none of us to to take advantage of it. You know, a lot of times it's like, you know, like it's it's good to pray. It's good to to you know, it's it's good to to lean on God. But it's like you know, the healing for a lot of us is in practical ways. You know, sometimes it ain't got to be all you know spiritual. You know, woo woo. <laughs> you know what I mean? A lot of times it's like okay. You know, he, he, he wants me to be healed. And the way he wants me to be healed is by going to physical therapy. He wants me to be healed. And the way he wants me to be healed is by going to, to, to mental health therapy, to seeing a psychologist, to talking it out, addressing my feelings, working through the pain, taking medication, <laughs> you know, <laughs> doing the things for my body that, you know, that, that are practical and that will help because it's like you know some people they get their their miracle in an instantaneous way and other people it's like girl go to that doctor that i've been telling you to go to for six weeks (laughs) let's let's go see them (laughs) you know what i mean like sometimes it's like it it don't have to be that way you know and he can work through and you know a number of different ways and a lot of times that's practically so (laughs) you know this I feel like this verse really helped me when I was dealing with that situation and yeah it goes to show that you know that stuff is important too so yeah guys um all of those verses uh helped me to see that God loves and created disabled people in his image and you know he can move through them he can work through them he can you know disciple through them they can have churches they can do you know what i'm saying we basically we like can do you know good stuff for the word good stuff for 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 god and it's like you don't have to you know what i'm saying you don't have to feel held back by you know, having a disability or like thinking that, you know, your life wouldn't 
be able to to look like everybody else's because of this thing. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? God has a plan for all of us. And a lot of times, like I said earlier, uh, people, you know, you, you have a certain disability in order to speak to people with that specific disability. Because it's like, you know, a lot of times people don't want to listen to people unless, you know what I'm saying, they have went through what they went through. And a lot of times, too, you can't really even speak to them, to, to people who have that condition, unless you have personal experience with it. Because a lot of times, you know, you could say certain kinds of things, which is why I said in the beginning that I am able-bodied, but I'm neurodivergent. It's like, you know, I can't really speak to to what it's like to, to, to not be able-bodied. You know what I mean? And it's like, once you have that kind of experience within you then you know all of the nuances do you know all of the you know what i'm saying the personal experience of what it's like to live with this thing and you can speak to people and help them with their specific you know you know questions that they have or like you know things that they want to they want to talk about and it's like you know this stuff helps you know being who you are, girl. I'm telling you, there's a reason. There's a reason. <laughs> and you know, I don't I don't want to say this whole thing, you know, as a way to say that like God can't heal disabilities or that, you know, he never will do that thing. You know what I mean? Because I know I know a lot of people have, you know, negative uh, you know, negative perceptions of their disability, you know, because it causes, it causes a lot of pain in a lot of areas. And it's like, it's a, it's a, it's something that can feel like, you know, an obstacle, you know, like more so like a hurdle, like something in the way of your purpose instead of something that could you know, be the thing that is propelling you to your purpose. And, you know, for that, I just want, you know, to try to change your perspective of your disability. Because, you know, sometimes a lot of things, it's like, you know, you think that this thing, and it's like once it'll be removed, just like Paul you know what I mean? He's like, he thinks once it'll be removed, then I will be able to, to fully walk into this. Once I'm out of this, this thing, once I'm able to, to see my mind in a certain way or see my body in a certain way, then I'll be able to, to do X, Y, and Z for, for Jesus. And it's like, you already can, you already are. You already have, <laughs> you know what I mean? You can, you can still, you can still do things. You can still have meaningful relationships. You can still, you know what I'm saying? Be, be a good and wonderful human being that is doing well and helping others and doing a lot for people and yourself. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the times it's like, you know, this, these things can, like, help you to, 
you know, become a better person for yourself. That you're not, you know, that it's like, okay, I have this thing, but I'm not going to allow this thing to beat me down. I'm not going to allow this this thing to, to stop me from going into my purpose, from doing what I was called to do, from, you know, just living my life or having joy, period. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I don't know, like, I just, I know that it can, it can be very hard and I don't want to minimize that. And I I truly don't want this to sound like I'm trying to, you know, like I'm, I'm not trying to, to make light of anyone who is experiencing pain because I, I can't even imagine what it's like to, to, to deal with that, but I don't want the focus, I guess what I'm, I don't know what I'm, it's like, I don't want this to be the thing that, that is like weighing you down. I don't want y'all to, to think that you aren't capable still and it's like you 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 are (laughs) you are like you are you are capable and you are wonderful and you are worth it and you are enough and it's like I just (laughs) you know what I mean like a lot of times you know things on the outside can look can look one way to, to a group of people like people who don't understand don't get it but it's like for those who who know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For those who know what you're going through, it's like this, just, just showing up and, and being here and having joy is enough. Like just being here is enough. You're doing enough. You are enough. And it's like, you know, you can, you can still have a good life. <laughs> you can, you can still do great things and I just want to show that (laughs) and yeah um yeah (laughs) thank you for making it all the way to the end of this podcast episode uh there is um a blog post on my website that is connected to this uh, of the same title and it is on my website which is called the bible is inclusive.com uh you can follow me on instagram at the bible is inclusive uh you can follow me on twitter at bible inclusive and i have a book and it's called who told you that god was homophobic and that is on um amazon Apple Books, Barnes & Noble, Kobo, Scribd, some other library things, other websites. It's all on my website, which is, again, called thebibleisinclusive.com. <laughs> and, yeah, thanks again for listening. Um, I really hoped it helped. I hope I said this in, you know, the best way again. I am able-bodied, neurodivergent. I am trying to 
you know, if I overstepped, let me know, girl. <laughs> we are not trying to, to say anything. You know what I'm saying? We are not trying to overstep our bounds. But I just wanted to say, you know, that God loves y'all too. He loves us too. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, uh, we're all made in the image of God. So yeah, uh, <laughs> thanks for listening again. And I'll see you on the next one.